Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hospitality MD. I'm Kyle, and today I'm sitting down with Dr. Shira Tor, who's a board-certified orthodontist who works out of Orange Village and Middlewood, Ohio, at Tour Orthodontics. Thank you so much for sitting down with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you are the first non like hotel specific person we've had on this show, which is really excited because, you know, our mission, of course, is to, you know, let everybody know that hospitality is everybody's business. And based on the research that I've done on you and Dr. Weiss on your uh, practice and as well as, uh, you know, your TikTok presence, I would say that you guys have embodied just that, like you've taken something that is traditionally sterile, um, maybe something that causes people a lot of anxiety and, and made it something that I'm like, damn, like I want to get my braces now. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so what, like, how did this all begin? Like with, with you and, um, and Dr. Weiss? Um, so I'll start with the fact that Dr. Weiss was actually my orthodontist and he was the whole inspiration for me to become an orthodontist. Um, I credit him for really changing my life and, you know, gaining all of my confidence through my smile and what he was able to do for me. Um, and so when I graduated residency, it just seemed natural that I would come work with him. And now um, we are 50-50 partners and we we have fun at our office and, you know, we try to convey to people that normally you're right. People look at dentists as very sterile and very nerdy and dorky. And we are, but at the same time, we'd <laughs> like to have a good time. And, you know, we're with our patients for a course of like two years. And so um, we, we just like to enjoy ourselves and have them join in with us. And so that's how really it, it all came about. It, it was quite organic, actually. I mean, it, it just felt right. Like we were dancing and laughing anyway. So why not put it out for the Internet to see it? That's like that's really, really cool because, you know, it it's, seems like Dr. Weiss, like, you know, he has um, like a, a clip in your promotional video that says, like, you know, the first time he put braces on somebody and the mom started crying and said, I've never seen my daughter look so beautiful. He like had like a epiphany moment and that was his calling was to just make everybody the best version of themselves that they could be. And it seems like you had a similar moment when you got braces for the first time yourself. Um, tell me a little bit about your experience as a patient of Dr. Weiss and kind of how that like specifically kind of impacted you? So I had a really jacked up smile with some really messed up teeth and I <laughs> begged my parents to take me to the orthodontist and finally um, we went to several consultations and my mom who is really good at reading people just kind of knew that this would be a great fit for us um, and so from the minute he put my braces on I was just you know, taken aback by the whole thing. I was that kid who had the mirror up, watching everything, asking all the questions. Like that was me to the T. I knew, and I knew from that moment that, that that's what I wanted to be able to do for somebody else. Like everything he was able to do for me, I wanted to give to somebody else. Um, because, you know, a smile is a lot for somebody. It's where our confidence comes from. You know, I mean, there's all 
aside from all the research that's done, we all know it. When you're not confident in your smile, you hide it. You don't show it to the world. And um, it's the first thing that people tend to notice about you. So it just struck me and I had to be involved. And so that's how I really got into it. Um, and so I knew since seventh grade that this is what I wanted to do. Um, when I met my husband, I was in dental school and I even told him like, this is my plan. I'm going to be an orthodontist and I'm going to move back to Cleveland. <laughs> and if you're not okay with that, but this isn't going to work, but, you know, he was good with it. So all ended well. That's like, so first of all, the nerdiness coming into play, like all the way back then, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we <were> just like <laughs> admiring everything that was going on. I remember when I was getting braces, it was more of like, um, more of a traumatic experience than anything. <laughs> like I absolutely well, hated every, <laughs> no, the, my teeth were like inverted. Like my two front teeth were like almost like backwards. Like that's how crooked they were. And mm -hmm. I had braces twice because of it. Yeah. So I guess my like experience with orthodontist wasn't that great. Um, but I can only imagine how my experience would have been different had I been like, you know, at your practice or, you know, with, with Dr. Weiss as well. Um, do you have any stories of like kids or even adults who um, like kind of you see them for the first time and again, they're radiating anxiety, their energy is nervous. And then all of a sudden, like you see like that change in them to where they start to be you know, a little bit more open and, and uh, they feel good about the process. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, numerous patients like that, right? I mean, they come in for the same reasons that I wanted orthodontics. They're very self-conscious and they sit there during the consultation and we might ask them like, how do you feel about your teeth? And they won't say anything. They don't really look at you. Um, they don't give you a lot of eye contact. And they come off as being kind of nervous, but you know, they, they listen and they do what you ask them to, like when you ask them to like open, to take the pictures and stuff like that, they do it because they want the process to happen, right? And so sometimes we always try to chat with our patients um, at every appointment. We like to get to know them. We like to get to know like what they're about and you know, what they like to do outside of coming to see us, right? And so we really get to be part of their family. Again, they're gonna be with us for about two years. So we wanna get to know them and their personalities. Um, and there's one patient specifically that I could think of that she was just like, even when we wanted to take photos of her, she was so shy and it was hard to take those photos. And like when we put them, cause we blow them up, right? We want to see exactly what we're looking at. We blow them up and we put them on a screen so that everyone can see them in the consultation room outside, obviously. Um, Including the patient, right? So she's also viewing these pictures. Yeah. Blown up. Okay. So she's viewing them. Um, and you can see that like she she doesn't want to look at them, her head's down and she's not really talking to us um, that much. And so she decided um, they decided to go into treatment. And as we're progressing, you know, slowly she's starting to come out of her shell. And it, what's interesting is, you know, she started to ask to take photos with us rather than me being like, hey, should we take a photo today? She's like, can we take a photo today? You know, and like Aww. she's excited and she's actually smiling and she's talking and like telling us about her week and things like that. And her mom would tell us, and this is what we strive for for everybody is that this would be the best part of her day is to come and see us and to hang out with us. Um, you know, because we turned somebody who was also a little bit dental phobic into somebody who loved their smile. She had a phenomenal result. Um, she was a great patient. Everybody loved seeing her. Um, so I know that 
treatment meant a lot for her. And so then it, it means a lot for us to be able to do that for those patients. Because what you're like, I think you guys have it right in the sense that like a lot of orthodontists and like, you know, medical professionals and like people, nerds, I guess you could say, <laughs> are like, sometimes it's very like, logic based like it's just this it's like we have a service that we've studied and that we can offer to you like and we are going to do that service and it's gonna be no frills nothing else but you're coming to get what you receive which is our medical care that you know we've worked hard to provide to you but like people come in like they're when people laugh and they don't like their smile i notice that like they cover their mouth like yeah. that you know and it's yeah. like I noticed that on my day-to-day -day and it's like that person is like kind of like subconsciously like I guess hiding or um you know and, and kind of afraid of judgment from other people and you guys give them the opportunity to not feel that constant judgment or anything like that anymore and like I think if you look at your mission like that rather than just I'm here to put braces on somebody and hopefully they get done soon so I can get the next patient in. It really makes a world of difference. Yeah. Like when I was getting braces, it would be my absolute least part. Like literally two weeks prior to my appointment, my mom would be like, all right, like make sure you're not doing anything like this day after school because <laughs> we have to go. And then I'd have like anxiety for like two weeks leading up to that appointment. It's like it, I just never heard of a uh, organization doing something like this. Um, I I want to like talk about like more about your 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 TikTok uh, videos and everything like that because like getting like a bird's eye view into like what you guys are doing on a daily basis like I, it's made a lot of people really really happy. Um, you know, it's made me happy as well to see what to see what you're doing there, like how did you even get the idea to do it and like how do you get everybody involved and like how do you lead that charge and, and kind of to advertise your your fun uh, and silly office so um you know i think there's a preconceived notion that dentists aren't fun people right so there <laughs> um, is. Like, like i said we've we've always been doing it so to to put it out there on the internet was like not different for us in a sense. Um, we have a very, like my whole team is very fun, right? And um, they like to have fun and they like to include the patients. And so social media is just one other thing. It almost is something that like we have to do in a certain sense in today's world, right? Like you have to be on social media. People look at your social media. If you get um, recommended, one of the first things somebody's gonna do is they're gonna check out your website and they're gonna look you up on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, and so with TikTok specifically, I knew nothing about TikTok. I don't, I don't have Instagram for myself personally. Um, I only have it for the office. So I didn't know what it was. And I think I saw a video and I was like, what is this on the corner? And it's a TikTok. And so I asked one of my assistants because they're younger than I am, you know, they're in their twenties and they know this stuff. Um, and so they were like, we should make these videos. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and so I got sucked in to the world of TikTok. There's this one TikTok video of like, where they say, um, am I the only one who downloaded it as a joke? And now it sucks up my life. And I check it every 30 seconds. And I'm like, that's me. Like, that's, that's what happened to me. Um, and so 
you know, we're not looking to do anything like serious or anything. We love the goofy ones. And so it, we just decided to make it one day. And the, our first one was the, wow, you can really dance. And um, we have to- Wow, you can really scan. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to record it so that we, we said like, wow, you can really scan instead of it. But we were not tech savvy at all. So we didn't know how to change the audio of it. So we just decided to do it. We incorporated our um, iTero scanners in, in the video instead. Um, and I went to sleep that night and I woke up the next day and it had something like 50,000 views and it just kept growing and growing. And so um, it just kind of went from there. And, and my assistant was like, we should do another one. And I'm like, okay, let's do another one. <laughs> What's great now is that our patients want to make the videos on their account you know, and put it. And when I look at the comments that they have, they're like, oh my God, you got the orthodontist to join in. Um, and we do have some that we're, we're coming up with. So that Dr. Weiss is also in them. He's a little bit more shy when it comes to the dancing, but we'll get him in there. Um, you have to like, he, I, he'll get there eventually. I think just keep doing it. Yeah. Just dance, dance around him. If you have to yeah. like his, his desk on the computer and just do a video around him or something, you know, yeah. I'm sure he'd love it. <laughs> well, we did do a dub smash. If you remember that app, um, we did do a dub smash of, I think no. we used it. It's again, like singing and dancing. And we used, okay. um, the sync song, like something about getting paid. Um, and money, money, money. And so we had him in the center, like with like pretending to like, you know, roll dollars and things like that. And so he made his debut. He made his debut. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. He'll play um, along. He's great. He loves it. Yeah. I'm sure like you guys like keep him lively, keep him youthful, you know, because it's like him and then like i mean it's sure from his perspective to have somebody who was his patient to now be a 50 50 partner in his business and like to be you know to, to be trusted with his other patients that he's been working with and with his team has got to be like pretty crazy now did you stay in touch with him after you like stopped getting your braces and everything or was it like you just like showed up on his doorstep after 12 years and you're like hey <laughs> I finished all my schooling uh can I be a 50-50 part of your business like how did that go down um yeah I always kept in touch with him and um you know he was I think like the second or third person I called for orthodontics you, there's a match program right so like you you interview for all these places and then you put yourself in this match and the computer matches you like how you rank people and how they rank you and so you just kind of get the name of the school and then it's emailed to you you don't really have a choice at that point um so I remember calling him and being like I matched I have a three-year program I'll see you in three years get ready for me and he's like okay I'll be ready um but we always kind of kept in touch you know and um I would visit him and I know like once I started working here, the staff would say like how, when I would come and visit, like I would just disrupt everything because like we would just want to talk, <laughs> you know, shop all the time and um, he would get excited. And so, yeah, we, we always had a connection of some sort. Like how does, like, how was it, like, I, I'm just fascinated because I mean, I've never like cared to stay in touch with my doctors and I know that you, have had like had a magical moment kind of when you got your braces and everything but like was there something like 
more to it that like had you guys like keep in touch or like what was it that even after that moment had passed that you had you know gotten your braces that you still stayed in touch and you stayed inspired and connected for so long um i mean i really do attribute him to changing my life um if you were to ask my friends from when i was younger i did hide my smile a lot you know like when i would laugh um my hand would be in front of my teeth and i just i for sure wasn't confident i mean i was like many other 10 11 12 year old especially girls right um and so what he was able to do for me was really magical and it really did change me and um i was always so appreciative of it and so i mean it, it was just something that i knew i had to do and um i think that's why we why we stayed in touch like i was definitely a different person after my experience like that that honestly is like touching to be completely honest with you because it's like um it again like this whole idea of dentistry and orthodontics like being so transactional like you you guys have really like single-handedly almost like set the standard at a different level um for for kind of a patient experience and you know i i want to kind of talk more about like what hospitality means to you and a little bit about like your experience with hospitality um in your life like do you have any moments where you just remember hospitality in any form like touching you even aside from dr weiss putting your braces on like anything that sticks out to you um because it you don't get this hospitable by never experiencing it right yeah i mean so um there's a lot of orthodontists out there and i think we're a really fun group there's even a um, 80s rock band that is filled with orthodontists and at our conventions they play and they're all <laughs> orthodontists and we all go crazy and it's a lot of fun. Um, and I nerd out for things like that, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's, for me, it was the whole experience in general. And, you know, it's the little things in life that when you go, so there was one time, um, at the time, he was my soon-to-be fiance, my husband now. Uh, we went out to dinner. This was in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, and it was like a nine-course tasting menu, right? And so like all the little presentations that they put out there, it really makes you think about it. And it's so memorable. And we always talk about it and how we want to go back. And, you know, other things of like, there's this cute little... Um, hotel in our area where we like to go um, to get away for the kids for a weekend or something like that. And, you know, all the little touches that they put on, it really brings the whole experience together, right? And so it's things that you normally wouldn't think about, um, but it, they just add so much value. And it, those are things that you talk about later when you're sharing your experience about staying there. Um, or going to these places. Those are the things that you bring up to your friends. So when we talk about, you know, the place that where we stay and we recommend it to our friends, you know, we say like, oh my God, and you know, they have this butler that comes in and he draws a bath for you without even asking when you come back from, from the dinner. Like there's just this really nice bath that's all mm -hmm. set up for you. And so it's little things like that that you wouldn't expect. And they have the turn down service and, you know, all those little things. Um, it just, it adds.
right? And even though orthodontics is very much like a medical thing that people go through, there is this whole experience that that you go through from start to finish. And we want it to be that you're involved in your own experience. It's, it shouldn't be something that's so sterile and that you just kind of go through, you come, you see as we change your, your colors or we give you new trays or something like that. We want you to be involved and active in it. And I mean, something we share with our team members that we strive for is to be the best part of that patient's day, right? We want them to remember coming here and having fun with us. We want them to be excited. We don't want them to dread it, right? So um, we try to think of these little things that could definitely add to their experience for coming to us rather than somebody else. Yeah, because I mean, and and I have like a quote here from from your uh, website that that looks like you said here. So we have set strict standards and we have set strict and high standards for care in our office. We found a way of reaching those standards while being silly, having fun, and most importantly, making people smile. So from like a kind of management of people standpoint, how do you and Dr. Weiss like set and maintain those standards for your office while still having like a great time, having fun and everybody is is kind of it's lighthearted atmosphere. Um, because some people would disagree with that. Oh, you can't you can't have high standards if everybody's being silly and having a good time. You have to be, you know, very, very strict and by the book. How do you manage that? Um, so to start with, we have a really great team. And you know, anybody who we hire kind of fits in our philosophy, right? So we have this idea of what we want our practice to be like. And so when we hire people and we go through that process, we're making sure that they fit into that idea. Um, so maybe we have two people, one person has a little bit more experience, but one person's personality who doesn't have as good of experience, but they kind of go with everything. Um, that's the person we're gonna go for, not the one that has more experience, right? Because it's important to us to have people that have the same vision that we do and I really think that all of our, our employees share the same vision. You know, we want them to be as proud of the work we do as Dr. Weiss and myself are, right? So they, they should be proud of these fantastic results that we get um, because they're a part of it. And so I think when we give them that autonomy and allow them to kind of go off and be a, you know, part of our brand and represent us, um, they're able to do that. So they're able to be silly, but at the same time, they know what our expectations are. Um, and it's something that at every employee meeting, we always talk about it, you know, like um, make sure you're always saying the patient's name, make sure that, you know, you're smiling at them and like things like that. Make sure when you're picking up the phone that you're smiling while you're talking, even though it sounds silly, if I have to put a mirror in front of you so that you're looking at yourself because you're more likely to smile at yourself in a mirror, I'm going to do that. There's going to be a mirror. So every time you pick up the phone, you're, you know, because people can hear when you're smiling on the phone. Um, so we just kind of, we empower our employees to, to be like that. And so we make sure from the beginning, the hiring process, they're, they're like us, they're, they're like-minded, they share our vision. And, and, things and like what that. is that? What is that vision that you have for your practice? So we always say that, um, 
we want to make sure like if, if there's if you're stopped in the grocery store and somebody asks you you know tell me three things about about your practice you know the first thing is we say like we want to be the best part of your day we have really fantastic results and you're going to love being here and you're going to smile while you're here so those are the three things that embody our practice and that's what we want people to think about and so um, that's what we try to emulate and that's what we try to get all of our employees to to be like so like when you're hiring somebody how can you tell like I mean you have such a brief period of time to judge somebody basically for something that obviously you have a vested interest in uh, maintaining the the reputation that your brand has how do you, uh, in that short period of time, evaluate somebody's, you know, fitness to be a part of your practice? Do you have any questions that you like to ask or how does that look? Um, you know, Dr. Weiss does a lot of that stuff. Um, and I think we just kind of have a sense for it. You know, he usually talks to people um, first um, and then I kind of talk to them after. And we just kind of have a feeling about it, right? I mean, how they answer certain questions, things like that. And we always make sure that they meet our, our current employees um, because what they look like and say to us might be completely different, what they say to our employees. Um, and so we like to get their opinions on things as well. Um, so it's really a collaborative effort among everybody and we want everybody to be happy and we expect teamwork here and our team knows that. And so they're very quick um, to know if somebody's going to jump in and help. And, you know, obviously everybody makes mistakes and sometimes we have hired the wrong person. Um, they don't really stick around for too long because most of us are very similar here, you know? So if they're very different, they don't, they, um, they don't really last that long. Um, I think we've only made that mistake once or twice before, but for the most part, I think our employees are pretty happy. You know, we have a really good retention rate, so. That's, that's really cool. I think, um, you know, do you find that like you guys are aligned a lot of the time, you and Dr. Weiss? Like if you, if he meets with somebody, you go in and meet with that person afterward. Is there, is typically you guys are like, no or yes yeah. or is it okay i think that's it's i think the most fascinating part about like just talking to you and hearing about you guys is just how like is just the relationship that you have with dr weiss like i i don't know maybe like there was something like from 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 when you guys like first met that you just recognize that you were like very similar people intrinsically and like deep down and you resonated with each other. And then it, it just blossomed into something crazy. Like think back to, to that time. Like, did you ever, like, did you ever think that it wasn't going to happen or like, are you ever just blown away by how things worked out? I'm blown away all the time. I mean, I feel, <laughs> I feel very lucky and blessed that I am where I am. Um, you know, I don't have to come to work. I get to come to work and it's not work. It's something that I love to do. And, um, I always thank my mom for choosing Dr. Weiss over, you know, some of the other people that we went to for consultations when I was young. Um, but you know, I think what Dr. Weiss would say is he's a twin. Um, he is an identical twin, actually. And he always says that he has the superpower of just kind of 
knowing people and reading people. And I think it, it really is true. Like he really can tell what people, like how they're feeling. Like he can almost sense these things. Um, and we joke that it's his superpower. And I think there was something, you know, that really connected between the two of us. Um, and I think part of it was he was open to this crazy girl who was like, I'm going to come work for you and I'm going to be your partner one day. Like he was like, okay, great. You know, like, <laughs> you guys are like Ooh, this is weird. Okay. Whatever. Um, so yeah, I think we definitely, um, complement each other very, very well. Yeah. It's, um, I'm actually an identical twin myself. So it's oh, funny. That's so funny. That. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, maybe there's just something about like, twins and hospitality and stuff like that um but it, it sounds like you guys have really really established like a, a great culture and um you know just a, a great place that that people want to be um is there anything else that you feel is like important that that our listeners know about about you about hospitality um and about how any business can incorporate hospitality into their culture and, and into their um, kind of daily operations? Um, I mean, I think your guys' philosophy where, you know, everybody's business is the hospitality business is 100% accurate. I mean, what I do is, um, is very by the book, right? I mean, orthodontics, you have to learn a lot. You, um, you have to take all of these tests, you have to reach a certain education and all of that. And so even though every orthodontist might do things a little bit different, um, we have to stand out because, you know, where we practice, we have two locations in Cleveland and you could probably throw a rock and land in another orthodontist's office from our office. Um, and so we have to be able to stand out from other people. And so you wouldn't think that we have to go above and beyond to create these atmospheres and create this culture and create, you know, what Gen X and Gen Z are calling the experience, um, but we do, right? It, it's not intuitive, but but we do. You know, everything from like your initial phone call with us to you know the last time you see us. Um, you know, we try to make it calculated, but at the same time, we bring ourselves into it, and we're really trying to make sure that you know people enjoy being with us and seeing our brand and, and seeing that we're not just like these really dorky orthodontists, but we like to have fun we like to make people smile and we don't take ourselves too seriously so um i think it's great what you guys are doing because i think you know you can learn from from everybody and the books that that i read and i know that dr weiss reads like we, we read like nordstrom's way and things like that like we try to incorporate all of these things and you have to ask yourself why would somebody come to us over our competitors right and it really is that experience that they're getting. It's more than customer service. It really is the whole hospitality idea notion. Because they don't teach you this part of it in in the schooling that you had, right? Oh, God, Does this no. ever come up? No. Like no. Orthodontists make the worst business people ever. Like, <laughs> we know teeth really, really well. Everything else we're like terrible at. You kind of have to learn as you go. Um, but this is just who we are, right? We're we're goofy we're awkward we're weird we like to have fun we like to have like dance parties in the middle of our clinic like it happens and it's great and you know if if my patients smile while they're in my chair that makes my day that that got me like that's what's important 
I actually like Greg, if you're on the call still, I'd like to get you to jump in on this because what she's saying reminds me a lot about um, both he and I used to work at a hotel together, the Wit Hotel. He's still there. I've moved on to a different property, but the culture that the Wit has very, very, very similar. Like you go into the back office of the hotel and you'll see somebody like eating some food, somebody dancing over here. Like everybody's just having a good time laughing with each other. Um, and then, you know, people may look at that and think, oh, this, this hotel is, is chaotic. Who's running this place? Um, you know, what's the deal? Where are the standards? All this stuff. Like you could be so critical when you see it, it just looks like chaos. But then when you actually look at what were the results of that hotel achieved, you know, award-winning in service, experience, quality assurance, crushing revenue, like really, really, really driving immediate and profound results, not because, you know, everybody was kind of getting slapped on the wrist every time they did something wrong, but because everybody, you know, you felt like you could come and you could dance in the office and you could just completely be you, you could just right. be yourself. And I think that it's, it's really, really awesome that, um, you know, that you have that culture at, at your office and everything. Um, and then one final question for you. What made you smile today? Oh, man. Uh, I, I probably, I did get asked to be in somebody's TikTok video today. So that made me <laughs> <laughs> Is that um, like a thing, though? Is that like a thing? Like, do people come in and now they're like, oh, I want to, like, like, do you get patience because of TikTok? Like, has that actually been, happened yet? So, you know, not yet. We've gotten patience from Instagram. They say we saw you on Instagram. Um, and when I think of who the target audience for TikTok is, um, I don't know that they would be the ones picking up the phone and calling for the consultation because I think the target <laughs> audience of the TikTok people are pretty young, right? Like 10 to 20. Um, and maybe like a 20 year old would call us for a consultation, but um, the idea is that like it kind of breaks this barrier. They're not nervous or scared um, because that's the first question I always get asked, like, is this going to hurt? You know, um, and I always tell people like, I don't have any needles in my office. Like I'm not that type of dentist. Um, so it, it breaks that barrier because then they're like, oh, I saw you on TikTok. And it just makes the appointment go easier and the first time that a patient said like oh i saw you on the for you page on tiktok i was like what really oh that's so exciting like you know so like the mom made the call and then like the kid sees you on tiktok so like when they get there because if you think about it like yeah the mom is using her insurance or whatever paying for it but then like the kid is the actual patient most of the time yeah and like it's genius if you ask me completely <laughs> completely genius like and um you know there's like influencers out there like gary vaynerchuk he's like really pushing tiktok right now he says it's going to be the next big thing and there you go there i think that that's kind of proof a little bit right there it's that's awesome. I, I, again, I really love what you guys are doing. So happy that we had a chance to chat today about what you do at your practice. Um, where can our listeners find you? Uh, well, thanks for having me on. And um, so you can always find us on Instagram at Weiss, W-E-I-S-S, and A-N-D, Tor, T-O-R, Ortho, O-R-T-H-O. 
Um, and our TikTok, I believe, is also at Weiss and Tor Ortho. Um, Facebook, you know, our website, weissandtorortho.com, any of those ways. Cool. Well, again, thank you so much for being with us. And for everybody out there listening, you have been consuming Hospitality MD, where hospitality is everybody's business. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. And then the link to myself, Greg, and Chris's information is in the description. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. 